All right. Thank you uh, so much. We've uh, I've got another crisis, another shortage of things that I don't think anyone is thinking about. And it's significant and game changing. Hmm. And I'll tell you about that coming up in a, just a few minutes. So you're giving me a film at 11? I'm giving like, you a film you, at 11. Here, there's a huge crisis. You need to save your children. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you about it in a couple of hours. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll tell you about it in one and a half minutes. Okay. 45 seconds. Well, what well, happens it, if, if that, that crisis hits in the next 90 seconds? Well, it's already here. So, oh. you know, so basically. black pill. <laughs> Wait, which, which, so that's the one where you're negative. We're doomed. So red is the one that, that Neo took, right? To, to, yes, to, to wake up, to wake up and see the truth. Blue is the Blue one is to the put one, you back to sleep. Go back to sleep. You're back in the matrix. I actually, I'm kind of becoming more of an advocate for the blue pill. I'm pro blue pill. There's no doubt about it. If it just, seriously, if you could just take a pill and you forgot everything and you were just, you know, a, a, a zombie. Mm hmm. That sounds fantastic. It really does kind of sound good. (laughs) It does at this point. Are we getting too cynical? It's Friday, and uh, this portion of the program brought to you by Relief Factor. Paul wrote in recently, tell us about um, his husband's experience with Relief Factor. He said, I love this product. I take two packets every day. I suffer from Gulf War illness and riddled with arthritis. This has been the only product that has worked for me. Thank you, Relief Factor. Paul, you are welcome. I thank you for your service, and I'm so glad that you're seeing relief from this. If you can get your life back, it's a it's a trial pack away. 1995. Try it for three weeks. You don't see anything changing in you. It's probably not going to work. But if you start to see relief from your pain, keep going. I am I am between 95 and 100 percent or 99 percent. Uh, pain-free. I have my bad days, but they are few and far between. ReliefFactor.com. It's ReliefFactor.com. Call 800-4-RELIEF. 800, the number 4-RELIEF. ReliefFactor.com. Feel the difference. All righty. So let me start um, here with a business owner in uh, Detroit, Michigan. Listen to this. Business owners say if these gas and diesel prices don't come down soon, the American dream will fade away. This gas price, they're killing like this. A lot of like American dreams killing their dreams. So they cannot make uh, the living. Hmm. What is the American dream? What is the American dream? Most people will tell you 
you know, it's a great job or you can become a millionaire or, you know, you have your first house. Hey, you've heard politician after politician say, you know, we need to, you know, get on banking regulations so more people can have access to loans so they can experience the American dream of having their own house. That's not the American dream. That's what FDR changed it into. This is another progressive lie. The American dream is to be able to chart your own course. To be able to succeed or fail, but have a square opportunity. That if you can come up with a better mousetrap, this is not true anymore, by the way. You come up with a better mousetrap, it doesn't mean the market will run to you. You have to get through all of the red tape, all of the government restrictions, all of the other businesses that will will do everything they can to stop you. And if you can endure that onslaught, then maybe you can have the American dream of your house. We can't chart our own course. And Congress is absolutely irrelevant. Congress has given away their power for far too long. They've given away their power to the administrative state. And this again, Woodrow Wilson, the administrative state. Think about it. What can Congress really do? What can they actually do? Nothing, really. Nothing. Until they decide to take their power back. When they become the lawmakers. Right now, how many times have you heard? Well, for instance, let me give you one uh, that just came across my desk yesterday. Let me see if I can find it quick. There is uh, the uh, Department of Education has decided that if your school doesn't have the right bathrooms, you don't get the funding. Who made that decision? Did you vote for that? Because it's now taxation without representation. And they will say, no, technically that's not true. Why? Because you voted for the president. But I didn't vote for all the bureaucrats. And when I voted for the president, I didn't vote for him to be a dictator. And I mean this for Republican or Democrat. It doesn't matter. I voted for a president to have the bully pulpit to convince the American people this is the direction we should be going in. Not for him just to close the curtain and flip some switches and, and you know, turn up the, the dial on different things. That, that's not his job. And it's certainly not the administration's job. Passing laws goes to Congress. Setting limits goes to Congress. Gun issue? Congress, Congress will do what it wants. And if it, doesn't, uh, if it doesn't get its way, it will break the Constitution to get its way. And believe me, they are already putting things into place to uh, infringe on this right. And they're putting them in place through ATF. Through the Commerce Department, 
Homeland Security. One way or another, they will get it done. This is no longer a a government for and by the people. This is a government that is now being done through the administrative state. As I showed you uh, on Wednesday's TV show, FEMA. FEMA is not a reactionary force anymore. The administrative state through the presidency has now changed this so they're not just reacting to a an emergency a hurricane they're reacting now to all hurricanes yet to come all droughts yet to come and they are putting into place things to stop those emergencies because the climate is an existential threat And they're doing that with the SEC, with ESG. They're doing it everywhere. That's how you kill the American dream. If you think gas prices are going down, you're mistaken. This is not a bump in the road. This is not a glitch. This is a feature of what our government has become. If I could have only one prayer answered today, it would be this. That everyone within the sound of my voice could wake up just one person. And I know how frustrating it is. Believe me. I mean, I admit my faults, and I admit freely that... Uh, I'm wrong on timing. And when I'm wrong about something, I, I, Stu, have I ever, when I'm wrong on something, have I ever hid that? Have I ever not taken responsibility for things that I'm like, wow, I was wrong? No, there's no reason to. Yeah, right. Rather, you get more trust with the audience when you admit when you're wrong. Publicly and privately. I remember something we argued about and, and I was really strong on. And how many times have I come back to you and went, thank God for you, because I was so wrong on that, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it's true. Uh, There's no reason. I I have people in my own family that know my record that won't listen right now. And I think it's because it's too ugly. It's too hard. It's too hard to even imagine. Americans have never seen anything like this. You know, when Jamie Dimon comes out and says, hey, brace for an economic hurricane. He said, it's not storm clouds. It's hurricane. We just don't know if it's going to be, you know, I don't know, Hurricane Nancy or Hurricane Katrina. But brace yourself. People don't understand that and they don't see that it's right over the horizon. There's another shortage that I I just want to throw at you to show you the unintended consequences of things. Now, we just went through COVID and what happened? COVID put us all in our houses. Well, Right now, there is an organ shortage. 
every day, every day, 17 people die waiting for an organ transplant. And another person that needs a transplant is added to the waiting list every nine minutes. Now, 90% of the population agrees with organ donations, but only 60% actually register as a donor. Now, what has caused this pandemic of organ shortages? Well, two things. One, the organs from people who have just died, it's time limited. You've only got X number of minutes that you can use that organ. Then it starts to decay and it's no good. Well, we've got to do COVID tests on everything. We can't turn these organs around fast enough. So we're losing a lot of organs. But also, you've got a real problem because uh, the recovered organs have dropped from more than 110 in a day to less than 60 per day. Why is that? Listen, because people are driving less because of COVID. And most organs come from car crashes. Now, can we just think this out for a second? Why are our gas prices so high? Our gas prices are so high because we need to get into electric vehicles. Electric vehicles are not the only solution. It's self-driving electric vehicles. It is AI electric vehicles. How many car crashes will we have in AI-driven cars? The whole thing is they're going to be safer. So let's say we cut, you know, out of 100% of the car crashes we have now, we cut it down to 20%. What are we going to do for organs? There will be an organ shortage much greater than this one. Then what do we do? These are unintended consequences. And the reason why I bring this up is these people are trying to change everything. They are changing our history. They're changing our national story. They're changing the meaning of even the American dream. That was gone long ago. We don't know who we are. We don't know what we are. We can't even identify a man or a woman. We're teaching our kids. We're putting our kids this month because it's Pride Month. Our kids are having story time with transgendered people reading the story. Why? 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 What is wrong with us? They're changing absolutely everything. In fact, I've read a story this week about the coming changes to our farm to table system. The seed to fork 
all of it is changing and it's all being changed by the experts and it's all being forced to be changed in the next eight to 12 years. God only knows what the unintended consequences are going to be. And because God only knows those things, we should perhaps slow down. But see, they think your pain at the pump is a good thing. Joe Biden said, this is going, we're going to pay a heavy price. Now, he was talking about the oil prices because of Putin. But that's not what's causing these oil prices. It's ESG and the environmentalist policies that are causing this oil and gas shortage. And it's a five-year turnaround. He looks at it as a good thing because we're making progress. And the intended consequence is you'll get off of gasoline because they're going to make it too expensive. If I could have one prayer answered, it would be that whoever you are, you would realize you're listening for a reason and that you have incredible power and that the American dream is truly to be free enough to chart your own course and that you would realize there are people that are trying to destroy that opportunity because they think they know better and that you would be able to wake one person up in the next few days to the fact that gas prices are going much higher and it's not coming back around and that food prices that again as Jamie Dimon said a hurricane is coming I pray that you will be able to wake up somebody so they can help other people when the storm comes. Not instead be sent to the Superdome to live in that chaos. All right. Um, we had an incident in my own uh, home with Tanya a couple of weeks ago. She was busy. And she got a, you know, an urgent PayPal message. Well, it wasn't from PayPal, but she was in the middle of like four different things. And she saw this urgent and, hey, look, you've been hacked into. You got to change your passcode right away. Click here. So she did. Again, in the middle of a whole bunch of this stuff, she just filled it all out, complied. She hit uh, send. And she said, as soon as I hit send. I'm looking at the URL and I realize it's not PayPal. Mm. And uh, first call she made was to LifeLock, not to PayPal, but to LifeLock. And uh, my first question, did you call PayPal? And she said, no, I called LifeLock. And I thought, smart. That's yes, you're right again, honey. So she calls LifeLock and they said, okay, we're on it. Call PayPal and let them know. But 
we just looked at your insurance that you have with us, blah, blah, blah. You're covered. We are going to start looking for it. We'll make sure nothing happens. She called PayPal and they said, okay, thanks. LifeLock is there guarding you, guarding you. And that is the key. Somebody will be there to take care of it and and help you clean up any mess that even maybe you helped create. LifeLock.com. Use the promo code BECK right now. Get 25% off your membership for the first year. 25% off with the promo code BECK. 1-800-LIFELOCK. 1-800-LIFELOCK or LifeLock.com. 10 seconds. Station ID. You have a big special on, um, Stu. Sure do, Glenn. One I think we need pretty badly, which is about getting rid and debunking the uh, the left's lies on guns. Oh, they have I a thought lot it was the one we really needed, how to make fentanyl at home. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on that one, too. That's <laughs> yeah, next okay, week. Good. All right. Good. Uh, yeah. It's going to go through all the lies that we can jam into one episode. Maybe we might even go over. Honestly, there's so much stuff to get to. And I kind of wanted to design it as like a place you can kind of keep going back to. You wrote a great book called Control a few Mm -hmm. years ago, which is sort of like this, where you can kind of go back and you can keep referring to it over and over and over again. Because the problem with this debate, quote unquote, is that when these incidents happen, the same points are brought up over and over and over and over again. And I don't know if it's people who just don't know, they didn't look into it, they, they're lying, whatever it is. Whatever. We need to have the information at your finger, fingertips. So, uh, Studios America uh, today, you can uh, subscribe, blazetv.com. Uh, and the code is debunked for that special, 20 bucks off mm-hmm. uh, your subscription to Blaze TV. When's it air? Tonight? It's going to be tonight. Yep. Tonight. 8 p.m. Eastern on Blaze TV, or you can get it on the podcast for free whenever you want if you can go and subscribe. Okay. Really important if you are looking for the facts, uh, tell a friend. And by the way, thank you. This uh, this week, I did the Wednesday night special, and it set all kinds of records uh, for the Blaze. It's it's been quite overwhelming. This audience is wide awake. Uh, thank you so much. We try to provide the information that you need tonight. Stu will do it on guns. Make sure you join us. Use the promo code Bidenflation at blazetv.com slash Glenn. The Glenn Back Program. News cycle changes so rapidly right now, especially in the uh, economic sphere. It's, uh, <laughs> Stu and I were just talking about an hour ago about what, what do you do if you have money and everybody has something in investments in the stock market. And if you don't trust the stock market, where do you go? <sighs> the, the safest place, I think, is Gold, gold and silver. Um, when the world goes insane, there's there's uh, plenty of things we can buy, just no money to buy it. Or we had plenty of money and nothing our money could buy, as Rudyard Kipling said. When that happens, the world resets to gold. 866-GOLDLINE, right now, they're offering a free half-ounce platinum War of 1812 commemorative coin if you have a qualified gold purchase. They're also throwing in free silver as a thank you just for listening. So please call Goldline. Please do your own homework. You don't have to make a decision when you're on the phone with them. Just ask them to send you all of the information. 
please call Goldline today, 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE, or goldline.com. And it's blazetv.com slash Glenn, the promo code Bidenflation for 20 bucks off your subscription right now at Blaze TV. One of the many incredible writers uh, that we have and researchers. Thank you, Glenn. Uh, uh, you know, it's important that I'm we... not talking about you. Oh. Talking about Michaela Hedrick. She is uh, with us now. She's uh, somebody who has been uh, at Glebeck.com uh, writing to people who want great reset uh, advice uh, for dummies. And a letter has come in about... Uh, insurance companies correct yes but to begin i'd like to say that Stu taught me everything that i know thank you you're welcome. I'm glad you finally pointed that so out jerk. very important such a jerk so <laughs> since i came on the show the last time glenn i've had audience members reaching out to me who are also on their own journey to try to great reset proof their life yeah. by implementing your advice the most recent question was hey michaela is there an insurance company that isn't totally beholden to esg scores and isn't totally woke so I ha would have to guess the answer is no. I don't know, but I would have to guess the answer is no, because it's through the financial system and the insurance system that they'll kill you. That is the bad news that yeah. I come here to bring to you, Glenn. Is there, any, are they, is there anybody better or worse? So in my article, the first thing that I do is I lay out public pro-ESG statements from many of our top insurers with links back to their website from Progressive, Allstate, State Farm, wow. USAA, Nationwide, and Liberty Mutual. And that's not a comprehensive list. Wow. And their statements, I'm just reading them. Oh, they love, it's uh, not they, 2015. They love ESGs. Oh, yeah. Remember, remember when they said, we don't know what you're talking about? Now they say it guides their entire business and they're proud. Oh, it's, it's unbelievable. something that the good news, Glenn, is that it's hiding in plain sight now. So anyone with yes. the internet is able to find this, expose it, shine a light on it, disinfect it, and send these back I bad ideas back to the shadows where they belong. So this is, um, um, this is you, you line out how you can find out. Can yes. you go through this? Sure. Okay. So if you're not, I am on the borderline of Gen Z and millennial. So cyber stalking is second nature to me. It's like walking, <laughs> breathing, eating. Okay. But for my parents and my grandparents, I give some suggestions, some phrases that you can put into a search engine that will likely lead you exactly where you need to go. Luckily, like I said, this doesn't take much super sleuthing now because they're proud of it. Yeah. Most companies have it on their front page. Yeah, we used to have to, we used to have to actually um, look and then look secondary pages, deep, deep pages, and then they would deny it. Well, you'll see in the article, I have links. This is not hidden. Right. They want you to find it. Right. Uh, so you say, um, go to, you know, Google or a search engine um, and search for name of insurance company, ESG, name of insurance company, commitment to ESG. This one's really important. The CEO of insurance company on ESGs. That's where you'll get the good stuff. Yeah, because they make public statements about it all the time. Or right. you can see which ones are which, actually over in Davos <laughs> yes. saying it. Something important to remember is that many of these companies have parent companies. So you might have to first find out who the parent company is and then insert their name into all of these search engines as well. 
So thank you so much for this. Um, <laughs> you can find this article at uh, glenbeck.com. Uh, it's up there right now. The great reset advice for dummies, ESG and insurance. And if you have any questions for Michaela, she will find the answer. I will uh, try. I, I hope to come back to our listener and give them the perfect insurance company. Yeah. But I'm not sure that exists right now. So um, we have to do what you, we can. Uh, that seems like an opportunity. Yeah. You know, the parallel economy is happening. I'm talking to people in all different businesses that are seeing the opportunity here and the dire need to do it. That's the last line of my article. It says insurance minded folks. I see an opportunity here. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. I mean, it. it the problem the, is the insurance company. It takes so much financial backing. That a normal person might feel a bit boxed in by this. So something that I try to do with this series I feel I relate to the people who just want to do the right thing. We want to make all of the right choices because we feel like a frog in a boiling pot. Yeah. And now we're like, this isn't a jacuzzi. And <laughs> we want to do everything all at once. And sometimes I write this in the article that the good things are all mixed up with the bad things. And so all we can do is pick, like you say, the next right thing. And maybe insurance is too complicated if we're not an insurance-minded person right now. So we can go back to some of the other things in my articles. Mm -hmm. Meeting your neighbors. Almost yeah. all of us are capable of that. Switching to a local bank I found to be significantly simpler because it's not such a monopoly. Right. Um, and they're the first to go out of business with ESG. Mm -hmm. You were just saying off the air, you've been reading uh, 1984. Brave New World. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Brave New World. Uh, and... Um, uh, with you know, I mean, you can tell the end. Most people in the audience have read it, but tell me the lesson that you saw in the end. So, in the end of Brave New World, what happens metaphorically is that there is a way that this society functions, and they require everyone to behave this way. And there's one person who tries to hold out, and the society comes and effectively, metaphorically, forces that way of life onto him, and he causes him to spiral out of control, control but, yeah. but so, they won't let him live free. So this is fascinating um, because this is a recurring story. And, you know, even if you don't believe in the Bible as a history book, you can look at it as a really good uh, uh, book of examples and parables that will teach you a cautionary tale. Uh, yes. Um, and I want to go over this because when you said that, it made me remind, uh, it made me um, uh, think of the angels visiting uh, Abraham before Sodom and Gomorrah. Let me just take you through two of these stories that you've, you know, angels visit Lot and Sodom and Gomorrah. And the scripture says two angels arrived at Sodom in the evening and Lot was sitting in the gateway of the city. When he saw them, he got up to meet them, bowed down with his face to the ground and said, my lords, he said, please turn aside to your servant's house. So they uh, uh, they say or he says, um, you can wash your feet and spend the night and then go on your way early in the morning. And the angels say, no, 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 we'll, we'll spend the night in the square. But he insists strongly, you know, you really need to come to my house. He prepared a meal for them, baking bread without yeast, and they ate. Before they had gone to bed, all of the men from every part of the city of Sodom, both young and old, surrounded the house and called out to Lot, 
Where are the men who came to you tonight? Bring them out. This is a quote. Bring them out so we can have sex with them. Hmm. Sodomized. So this is and look at this pattern. See if you recognize it in 1984. See if you uh, recognize or sorry, Brave New World. Mm -hmm. See if you recognize it in today's world. First thing that happens, they demand the sexual revolution. They demand that you come out and do what they're doing. Lot went outside to meet them. He shut the door behind him and said, no, no, my friends, don't do this wicked thing. Look, I have two daughters who have never slept with a man. I've never understood this, but you will in a second. Let me bring them out to you and you can do what you like with them. But don't do anything to these men, for they have come under the protection of my roof. Now, what? Why would they say that? What is that all about? He's going to say, take my virgin daughters. That is an offer for compromise to some middle ground. I won't go all the way, but how about this? Think of that on the debate this week. An offer to compromise on a middle ground. And we know that doesn't go well in this story. Yeah, it doesn't. Uh, The crowd says, get out of our way. This fellow came here as a foreigner, and now he wants to play judge. Listen to that response. What is that? That's the radical crowd making the false claim. You're not the judge of me. Have we heard that before? We'll treat you worse than them. They kept bringing pressure on Lot and moved forward to break down the door. But the men inside reached out, pulled Lot back into the house and shut the door. So what is that part? That is the threats, coercion, of forced participation. So you have to comply or they will destroy you. Sound familiar? The same almost exact story happens with the Levite in Judges. You're welcome at my house, the old man said. Let me supply whatever you need. Only don't spend the night in the square. So he took him to their house, fed his donkeys. After they had washed their feet, they had something to eat and drink. Okay. While they were enjoying themselves, some of the wicked men in the city surrounded the house, pounding on the door, shouting to the old man who owned the house, bring out the man who came to your house so we can have sex with him. The demand again, sexual revolution. Then what happens? The owner of the house goes outside. No, my friends, don't be so vile. Since this man is my guest, don't do this outrageous thing. Look, here is my virgin daughter and his concubine. Uh, I'll bring them out to you now. You can use them and do to them whatever you wish. But for this man, do not do such an outrageous thing. He offers to compromise on some middle ground as insane as it seems. But the men would not listen to him. So the man took his concubine and sent her outside to them. And they raped her and abused her throughout the day and night. And at dawn, they let her go. The meanness, the threats, the coercive response. Right. Well, this is what's happening every step of the way in all parts of our society. Mm -hmm. You must. It's not good enough to say, look, I'm cool. I'm I'm cool. I just disagree with you. No, that's not good enough. You have to be you can't just be against racism. You must be an anti-racist. 
and participate in the racism. Otherwise, they'll destroy you. It's crazy. Right. In many ways. Well, we know how at least the Bible ends. We do win in the end. Yeah, we do. And one of the reasons that I'm writing this series is because it can feel like we're being boxed in from all sides. And it can feel pretty desperate, but we do, we are making incredible ground. This audience is making a difference yeah. and we just have to keep pushing forward and working together and sharing what we know. And sharing what we know. And most importantly, I think sharing what we know as the positives that are happening, reminding each other of the positives that are happening. Uh, I was talking to Michael Malice about an hour ago and I said, um, Michael, we're looking at a cornered animal right now, and we're entering the most dangerous phase of this transformation of America because they're being exposed. People are waking up. They thought they would get away with it. They thought they had every tool at their disposal, but you can't control people's thoughts. When you're acting suspiciously, people will look and go, wait a minute, that doesn't make sense. People are waking up. So what's going to happen? They're just going to let that happen and go away? I don't think so. I think these are, if I can't have you, no one will kind of people. Mm. And we are, because we're making progress, real inroads to this, they are getting more and more desperate. So we're in a very dangerous phase. We have to be really cool uh, and just live with the understanding that the only reason why they're accelerating and throwing gas on everything is because you are exposing them and you are winning. Michaela, thank you so much. Have a, uh, have a great weekend. Thank you. God bless. Realestateagentsitrust.com is our sponsor this half hour. Um, if you've decided you're ready to sell your home, you've got the incentive, you know what location you want to move to, time to pull the trigger. Great. Now, do you have the right real estate agent? Because selling your home is not as easy as a transaction at the grocery store, although it is becoming uh, financially an equal uh, transaction. It's complicated. Most of the time, a lot of work that needs to be done. And if you do it with somebody who it's their first time or first few times, somebody without a track record, somebody who does it part time, you need a great real estate agent, not that one. This is where realestateagentsitrust.com comes in. I started it, uh, I don't even know, about six, eight years ago. Because for me, I, I didn't know how to interview a real estate agent. You got balloons? Can you put an open house sign up? You're hired. You have to know the tricks of selling a house. And when I mean tricks, I mean being able to have a website that is already attracting Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of buyers who are looking for houses like yours before you even list with them. That's how you sell a house in today's world. And you sell it um, and buy houses because that agent has integrity. That's how they can win the bid if you're trying to bid on a house. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Realestateagentsitrust.com. It's a free service to you. Find the right realtor Fast and first. Real estate agents I trust.com. The Glenn Back Program. This 
is the Glenn Beck program. Well, uh, it's another weekend that we're facing. Mike Lee is uh, on the podcast talking about the uh, Supreme Court and the packing of the Supreme Court. He has a, a new book out about the nine uh, and it is all about how we got here and why it is so critical that we don't pack the Supreme Court. And he's not saying that as a Republican. He's saying that as an American. It doesn't matter. And if they even get close, the reason why he believes John Roberts caves all the time is because he's trying to protect the reputation of the Supreme Court. Well, that was never a problem until FDR threatened to pack the court. And he said, this court packing threat, he said, will have a devastating attack on the Supreme Court. It's another institution under attack by leftists in America. And don't forget, tonight at 8 p.m., a special on guns, one you cannot miss with Stu as your congenial host. <laughs> uh, Stu does guns. Stu, Stu debunks gun myths is yeah. the name of it. Uh, <laughs> that's tonight, 8 o'clock. Become a member of blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use Bidenflation and save. The Glenn Back Program.